There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's time for Joyce's Thought of the Day on News Talk 850 WFTL. Today's Thought of the Day comes with a heavy heart. Biden moved to unfreeze the $6 billion in Iranian assets is being severely criticized. One month ago, Donald Trump predicted the $6 billion that Biden gave Iran would be used for terror attacks across the Middle East and specifically kidnapping. And this is exactly what we were seeing happening in Israel this weekend. Israel is now under attack by Iranian-backed Hamas terrorists. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said in an October 7th ex-post, Iran has helped fund this war against Israel. And Joe Biden's policies that have gone easy on Iran have helped fill their coffers. The Biden administration's policies have strengthened and emboldened the regime in Iran. While Biden officials claim that the $6 billion can only be used for humanitarian purposes, Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi has said that the country will spend its money however it deems fit. Regardless, money is fungible, so the cash Iran receives frees up other budgetary resources to sponsor terrorism. Hamas's attack, which led Israel to declare that it's at war, complicates the U.S. efforts to broker a deal between Saudi Arabia and Israel. In a statement following the attack, Saudi Arabia took a pro-Palestinian approach, stating that the situation in the region might escalate as a result of the continued occupation, the deprivation of the Palestinian people of their legitimate rights, and the repetition of systematic provocations against its sanctities. Joe asked Hilterman, Middle East director of the International Crisis Group, told Barron's in an interview that the Hamas attack may have partly been triggered due to concern about looming further marginalization of the Palestinian cause in Palestinian eyes should Saudi-Israel normalization take place. With Israel responding forcefully, Arab states may feel obligated to take a harder stance against Israel to support public sentiment. If that all happens, then I would foresee a scenario where, just like we have a cold peace between Israel and Jordan, between Israel and Egypt, we end up with a cooling of the relationship between Israel and the Emirates and probably a delay, at least of any sort of deal, between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Meanwhile, a statement by the Chinese regime about the attack has irked Israeli officials. The Chinese foreign ministry on October 7th urged the two parties to remain calm, insisting that resolving the conflict may require implementing the two-state solution and establishing an, an independent state of Palestine. In response, Yuval Wax, a senior official at the Israeli embassy in Beijing, said that they expected to see from China a stronger condemnation of Hamas. When people are being murdered, slaughtered in the streets, this is not the time to call for a two-state solution. Get Joyce's Thought of the Day anytime. Subscribe to her podcast right now on the all-new 850 app and at 850wftl.com.